0: Welcome to the Mission Remix podcast. Throughout history, God has been on mission to redeem the world and reconcile those living within it to himself. The gospel which serves to accomplish this remains the same, but the styles and ways God's people on mission locally frame it for those in their own culture and neighborhoods change. Like some artists, ministers with a mindset to carry out God's mission where they live They take the familiar words of a song and then arrange it and mix it to have a fresh hearing to their own audience who needs to hear it. These are their stories. These are their methods. This is the Mission Remix Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Mission Remix Podcast. I'm Tico Montoya along with Brian Sadler. We're so glad that you are listening today. Brian, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great today. I'm uh, excited about our guest and what we're going to be
1: talking about today. All right. Well, I am too. We hope that you've been blessed to hear what God is doing in various ministries here at South Main Baptist Church in Pasadena and uh, learn about the ones that we partner with. For the month of October, we are continuing the series that our Pastor Daniel Crowther is preaching on, which is Love Thy Neighborhood. And uh, we have already seen a few different ways South Main is loving our neighborhood through ESL Project Joy and Hope. And today, today we will hear of another way we are loving our neighborhood of Pasadena, Texas, through Rooftop Ministry. I'd like to welcome Stephanie Bailey and Lauren Allen, who lead this ministry. Welcome, ladies. How are y'all doing?
3: We're doing great. Doing good. Glad to be here.
1: All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. So, um, why don't you? Well, let's start off with this. Tell us, um, you ladies, tell us a little bit about um, this ministry and how it got going, and, and where y'all see, where how'd, how'd y'all get started on this ministry? And Tell us a little bit about it, because folks out there are listening, they're going to want to know.
3: Well, believe it or not, about 10 years ago, um, Steph and I, we we were in our Sunday school class, and it was almost Thanksgiving, about, about the same time as it is now. And um, what we did was, we were trying to find a family that we could just help, you know, with a, with a meal, you know, a Thanksgiving meal or something simple like that, we had, um, a bunch of teachers in our class. And so we thought surely they have a family in one of their classes that, you know, would, you know, maybe a little less fortunate or, um, needed some help with some things. So we were hoping that God would provide, you know, a little family through one of our, you know, classmates. Um, we asked the same question a few weeks in a row and, and no family just really came up. Well, in the meantime, um, I was room mom at the time for one of my daughters, and I sent out an email and to just a simple email asking a school question, mm-hmm. and one of the emails came back from a parent, and on the bottom of her email was her signature line was McKinney Vento Homeless and Migrant Coordinator for PISD, and I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? <laughs> because earlier that morning, um, during my quiet time, I had just really prayed God provide a family. We, we just, we have, we've collected a little bit of money and we, we want to provide for a family, just provide a family. And, um, so when I saw that email, I was like, okay, Lord, what does this mean? So I, um, her name was Neetzi and y'all are going to meet her in a little while. And, um, we, I called her and, and just said, Hey, can I come meet with you and ask you some questions? And so I just ran over there and, um, and found out, major needs in our community. Mm-hmm. So that that is what started the ball rolling, um, and we'll get more into what they do, mm-hmm. um, but that just really opened the door, and this year has been 10 years ago. So. Wow,
1: 10 years ago, yes. oh, because you you were praying, and yeah. it sounds like something that you find out of scripture, right? When people are praying, God <laughs> speaks, you know, and yes. hey, go and do this, you yeah. know, and you're like, but okay, and I'm going to just trust you, so that, that's actually kind of cool. So, Stephanie, how did you get involved? In this, or did she just rope you in?
4: <laughs> well, we had both been talking about what better. our yeah what our group could do together, and this really kind of started out of the young adults just being hungry for somewhere that they could serve. And you know, she came back and said, "Hey, this is what you know needs to happen." And we just started making plans and um, got the ball rolling. And like she said, now it's been ten years that we've been doing this uh, together with our group, with our Sunday school class, and with all the people in the church that have uh, kind of joined in, and just the power of God just time and time again, giving mm. us the things that we need to be able to help when we can.
1: Man, that's awesome. That's awesome.
2: Obviously, uh, this ministry that you guys are doing, and 10 years probably has just flown by, I'm sure. It has. Um, it, it's 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 providing all kinds of areas where you're ministering to people. Um, but are there any specific examples that you could give us that, that stick out for whatever reason of how God has blessed people, I mean, obviously anyone who's blessed through y'all's ministry, this this ministry is awesome. But are there anything? Is there anything that our listeners, you know, um, would be interested in hearing that sticks out more more so than another maybe, or a unique experience, or any, something like that?
4: Well, really, when I think about what God has done through our ministry, it's that He constantly is providing not just what we need, but more than what we need. There will be so many instances where we need just a little bit more money, and then all of a sudden we'll know that some money has been put into um, the account here at the church, and Mm. or we're out somewhere, and someone calls and said, we really could use a mattress, and I'm like, well, we don't have a mattress right now, but it will be the next day someone at church would approach me and say, hey, we've got this mattress, and the Lord constantly provides us with opportunities to be able to provide things for, for people in our community, and that's what I mean, I can't even think of a specific example. It's time and time again. Mm-hmm.
3: I can but remember the very first time because we had this little glittery coin purse.
4: I knew she was going to bring up the kitty. <laughs> the
3: kitty, it was called. We The called glittery coin. P- p- <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like Lauren Allen right we there. We had a, a glittery, glittery purse, and we passed it around Sunday school and collected cash. And um, I can specifically remember it had $345. And we thought we could really do something with $345. And so we had committed to feed 13 families. And we had gone to like the dollar store and got like a basket um, for each family and just filled it as, as much as we could. And it was like 50 cents less than what we had in the kitty when we got up to the grocery, you know, to pay for everything. Yeah. And I looked at Steph and we just bawled, you know, And and it's like every single year. That something, happens. Something happens. You Every know, single instance.
2: Yeah, I mean, so you're talking about uh, this theme of abundance and God's, because we can't out give God, no, you know. Absolutely. And the reason I bring that up and I say this theme is because some of the others that we've uh, spoken with and done podcasts with prior have said that we've been in need for this or X or Y or Z and prayed about it and worried about it. And at the last minute, God not only provided it, but yeah. was more like my cup runneth over amen, amen. Yeah. you know and so what a cool example and how that can is used in a myriad of, of ways through your ministry through uh, the ministry
1: why don't, why don't y'all tell us a little bit um, what what y'all what does this ministry do for who does it do it for you know and and why you know why do you, cause so that we can get, start getting some of the nuts and bolts and so who are y'all ministering to who are these folks?
3: I would say it's real simple, um, the children of PISD, which is Pasadena Independent School District, um, when I, when we originally met with Nietzsche and Anna, um, and I actually didn't realize until this year that was their first year in that position too, which is so even cooler. Um, but what we, what it is, is these children, um, basically when they go home, they don't eat. And I know it's really simple for us to um, be like, oh yeah, you know, there's people who go hungry, you know, and. And, um, we say that to our kids when they don't finish their meal or this or that, but it just really hit home when we met with these girls and Steph and I are just like trying to hold back the tears because we said, well, well, what do they do when they go home? I mean, what, what do they eat? And I will never forget. She told us, um, you know, the ketchup packets that you throw away. Cause you have too much of mm-hmm, when you go right. to the mm-hmm. fast food store, she goes, well, they, they keep those and they mix them with a little bit of water and that they make tomato soup. And I about died. I mean, because how many times wow. have we thrown that away,
0: mm-hmm. you know, just
3: throwing it away, thinking, oh, we, we touched them, they aren't going to use them. And and Or um, well, we these, put
2: them in their crisper in our refrigerator yeah, or whatever, and they stay and for years and years.
3: It's just, it's in our own backyard. So the long and short is Steph and I, um, we really prayed about it, and we thought, well, what can we provide for these kids? And, and our main focus has always been providing food for them while they are home, Um, from school because they aren't on the free lunch meals um, you know for two weeks at Christmas and one week at Thanksgiving and one week at you know spring break. So um, our goal was to take the highest needs of the of the district and um, provide a, a big basket of food for them to last them that week.
1: Wow I mean that it does give you that perspective of of that you know and you think about it because we take those things for granted you know for for Thanksgiving or any kind of fall break, it was some, you know, or whatever, maybe spring break, Christmas, you know, the summertime, you yeah. know, when, then when, when are these, fall, when are these kids going to eat? But not only, okay, so not only the kids, mm-hmm. but you're talking about a family. That's right. A whole family. And a big whole family. Families. The big fam, big families. they bringing home and,
4: things for brothers and sisters because right. there might be extra at school that they can put in their backpack to right. feed s- other siblings. Yes,
1: and, and, and. And it's just it, your mom, the moms and dads, and, and maybe sometimes, you know, they may have a couple of extra, you know, folks living with them or in, in these little, where do, and I know that some of these have homes and maybe don't have homes, but where are some of these folks living?
4: Well, and they'll talk more about the specifics, but, you know, these, a lot of them are doubled up is what they call it, where they live multiple families in one, one place could be a home, um, but there'll be multiple families there. So not enough room for everyone to be there, of course, definitely not enough beds. Um, there'll be some apartments, definitely some apartments that are on the lower end, um, hotels, motels. Um, there are kids who live in cars, um, things like that, that we just, you know, they are, they are homeless and they don't have that access that others do to be able to get that one foot up to get to the next place. So a lot of them, they're, they're all over and it's, um, it's interesting,
2: you know, talking about, uh, we take, taking it for granted because, I'm sure that most of us, I'm, you know, I you don't want to speak for everyone, obviously, but we talk about the holidays, and, you're, and obviously mm-hmm. there's no lunch meals provided because they're home from school, like you mm-hmm. said. And, you know, we're talking with our families about, well, are we going to their house this year? Are they come into our house this year? You know, we never even bring into the conversation an issue of, are we going to have food to eat, by the way? That- right? You know, and, and it's just incredible to stop and think that, wow, they're going home to tomato uh, I mean ketchup packages and and water to make make tomato soup so wow Wow.
3: crackers a lot of them um Steph and I have visited um the, the motels that they are in here in the city um and just to paint a picture you know we've we've dropped stuff off and and they have things hung on the walls and bunk beds there's there's multiple people in in a room and they're just trying to make ends meet you know and it's it's not a it's just victims of circumstance, you know. Most of them live paycheck to paycheck, or right. someone got hurt, or lost their job, or you it's know, just life. It's life so. happens, and they make the best of it. But they are this just so sweet, sweet and, kind and, kind. and kind, and we'll so take thankful. a yeah, we'll take a big. One time we've taken a big box of um, canned goods and stuff, and and they're sharing. They're like, "Hey, y'all needed this, and well, y'all needed that, and here's this." And I mean, it, it wasn't like a me, me, me. It was we just looked at each other
4: like. You know, they want to know how they can help their neighbor as well, yeah. and and that's kind of that's kind
1: of neat because we're talking about here how do you love thy neighborhood, and even when you love this, and we're loving the neighborhood of Pasadena, and 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 through the through this program and then y'all work with the school district and all these kind of things, but then even inside of that there are people, and sometimes we we don't realize that folks in need, mm-hmm. th- there's a community that they understand, right. and and so they they will go and then like you said, I think you you you, you nailed it perfectly. If there's a need, they want to meet that need, especially if you give them the resources, well, how can I, can, how can I help and be able to, to meet those needs because they're so in tune with one another and, like, there is a greater need, and it's not just about me. Am I taken care of right now? Yes. And do I live paycheck to paycheck? Yes. Do they? Yes. So how can I help to, mm-hmm. to do these things? And so, and, and I know you all talked about your, your funding and people will kind of donate and things like that, but are there some certain partnerships that you all have throughout the community that, 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 that come through?
4: We we do. I mean, we'll have different donors that will come in from different um, organizations. I know the Lions Club um, Mm -hmm. is one that does uh, donate to us every year around this time to be able to help us with our Christmas Angels party Mm -hmm. and a lot of other businesses, local businesses um, that help participate in that as well. That they're able to either give gifts for those things or they give monetarily so that we can go ahead and be able to buy things or to make our party even more special for those families. Our community hears about it and they want to help.
1: How many, like, for instance, okay, so you're you're coming up on your next next big event would be the Christmas Angel Party, correct? I guess that would be. So how many families will y'all be able to serve?
4: Let's see what well, we're gonna do 30 families. Okay, that's what you're gonna do. But then <laughs> well, I'd look at Lauren because you know we're always thinking about what we can do to to do more. And that's just the number of families that will be here on our campus. We will also be making backpacks for all the um unaccompanied youth, kind of their couch surfing type um individuals that might not have a family. And so those will be other probably close to a hundred backpacks. And then we've also said this year we're gonna help foster care. I think there are currently thirty-three um students in foster care. And so we're going to be providing some things for them as well. So um, we've, we've got quite a few th- irons in the fire, I guess you could say, to uh, figure yeah. out what we're going to do for Christmas. And it's S- going to be super exciting. It's the big 10-year ten, ten uh, anniversary of our party, which was first um, at the motel across from Pasadena Town Square Mall. Oh, yes. um, so yes. yeah, that's kind of it's what it's grown to today. The Lord has really blessed yes. us and been able to, to provide so many things for so many more groups yeah. of people.
2: And so... Christmas is a, like the next big event or whatever, like you said. And so there, for those thirty families that will be here at South Main, well, yes. And so then, and then some of these other areas, the hundred backpacks. How do those get to where they're going?
4: Those get transferred from the district. They'll come here, and pick them up from us, and then they'll take them to the students. We've had an uh, an opportunity once or twice to have the students to come here. Those uh, that are on the the that. An accompanied. And yeah unaccompanied youth students, but it's a little harder with their schedules. they don't have vehicles and' or working they'
2: yeah, no, the reason I'm bringing it up because I think it's so again the genius of our God and how you know the the all these needs whatever avenue it be here at south Main for the for the families or or these backpacks for students in other ways that they are still reached mm-hmm. absolutely know? so uh just yeah
1: it's really cool to see that all come together and to see to see y'alls I mean, you—it's you, a calling, and, and hear me. I know that maybe you can say, "Well, like you said, you started praying. We just kind of help each other, and we just kind of..." No, 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 no. Let's let's be more specific here. All right, this is the Holy Spirit moving in in your lives to say there's a need, and and the Lord is—he's literally tapped into you, and it touched you at a part of your life to say. There, there is something going on, and I have a burden for this, and there's a burden of others, and there's some brokenness out there. There's brokenness in, in this world. There's brokenness in Pasadena ISD. And I know, I'm sure you could say, I wish we could help everybody. Right? Um, I
0: All want to time. so yeah. bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, but, but the truth is is that God said, you know, he's probably just us like, no, let's, let's work on this aspect of it. Right. I've got somebody for this. And maybe somebody's listening mm-hmm. today that says, you know, Well, that's true. What else could I be doing? It might might encourage others that that to 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 really just get that fan flaming, or flaming that flame flame in in God's word, to in their life to be able to say, okay, I'm going to do this, and I don't know where to start, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna start praying, and and other people will come alongside. And y'all just came alongside, and God put people in your path. That's right. It's not coincidence.
2: No, not at all. And, I, and let me just say, I've got to interject this right now. The enthusiasm, you guys can't see their faces, but the enthusiasm and excitement in each of their faces talking with them as they're describing this is so contagious and so uh, legitimate and genuine and sincere. And I think to myself that you guys are so excited about it. Come, this coming Christmas project and, you know, um, all the things that you're going to be able to do. And it makes me think how excited God must be, right, to think I've got servants that are excited to serve me. I'm going to use them, and I'm going to bless these people's lives. And just what an amazing thing for the body of Christ to come together, and then God is dancing over us in celebration to say these people are volunteering their time, their efforts, their money, their Resources where they can. And, and it's just cool to see that. So I want you people out there to know that they, they are lit for this, which is, which is awesome. I
3: will say, um, going back to the party, I, you know, I I think both of us want to help like every single family that Nietzsche and Anna work with. Um, I think it's very important to, obviously, our, our church gym is only so big, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's very important to create that little ripple too, because. Um, we can really focus on these 30 families, 30, 35 families in our gym. And what we do is we have a host for that particular family. So let's just say there's a family of five. They have either a husband and wife or a mother and child that is totally doting on them like they are VIP. And um, we feed them food that morning. We, um, they leave with a big old box of food that's Supposed to last them for two weeks. They leave with gifts. They they see Santa. So we have the exciting, um, fun, glittery, and beautiful th- side of Christmas. But they also see the hands and feet of Christ, and we read them a, um, a the Christmas story. And we also have a translator because uh, many of our guests um, are are not bilingual. Um, and so they leave with a Bible. If they speak Spanish, they leave with a Spanish Bible. If they speak English, they leave with an English Bible. So um, it's very important to not only provide a safe place for them to, to have a family Christmas party, but to also see there are people that love us and love us for who we are and where we are and, and, um, and how they are. It just right. that is just mind blowing. I mean, of yes, I would love to have it at the Pasadena Convention Center <laughs> and just have the more the merrier. But I think it's very intimate to try <laughs> and create that small ripple of of change um, and and happiness in their life, and they yeah. can see Christ. The
1: ripple effect, as we the ripple about
2: effect, that. and I can see this happening at the Pasadena Convention Center <laughs> <Yeah>. someday. <laughs> someday <I can. laughs> Maybe yeah. maybe, maybe ten more years. Now, let, me, let me tell you. You know, you talked about. Each of those families have an individual that's doting on them, and they're mm-hmm. the VIP. Isn't that what Jesus did? Yeah, that's right. Everyone was a VIP. You know, it makes me think of even the um, the Jewish police officer, for lack of a better way, way, way to put it, who came with them to arrest him in the garden and has his ear cut off by Peter. And in the midst of all this turmoil and all these things going on as Jesus is being arrested, he stops and focuses on the one. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, you know, he's about to be taken. Stop and think about that. You are VIP to me right now, and all this other going on. He reaches down and and, and heals the man, and repl- you know, mm, that's. Mm.
4: It. Yeah, I think for us, it's more about their experience while they're here than anything that they take home with them.
2: And that's that relational part is
1: is so important. Making them feel welcome, right. making them feel comfortable, like you said. Um, so you know, and I think that that one of the one of the amazing things about this ministry is that it it makes it makes it includes everybody Mm -hmm. no one's left out of the table right everybody's welcome at god's table and in any absolutely but for folks that that are coming from whatever aspect of life they're coming from their journey and everybody has a journey um, wherever they are i think this ministry points to the fact that people can come to the table of god and everyone's invited Mm -hmm. everyone's included everyone is valuable you know and and to see that from from a from a church perspective because think about this, you know when when they're here, some some folks have they just have bad experiences with churches, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't know what what it is and what walk of life where they are. But when they come in and when folks come into this church and they see things like this, it's valuable and they say, you know what, I am remembered mm-hmm. and, and and that's God speaking through through this ministry. and three, nobody nobody percentage. judged me.
2: Yeah, you know, I didn't feel like I was being judged yeah. or for, for whatever situation right. I'm coming out of or yeah. coming yeah. from.
3: They're waited on. I mean, our hosts—they get them the food, they get them more drink, they get them like they are VIP.
1: Yeah, and we and really
4: we enjoy also bringing our kids to this too, yeah. so our kids can see how to be the hands and feet of Christ as well. Right. So it's a generational thing I mm. think for our church because we all want to be able to pass this down to our our children so that they know that this is how they can serve. And, and that they can feel more comfortable, too, and being around maybe people that they're not around every day at school. So um, I think that's a part of it, too, is being able to
1: spread that to everyone. Okay, so I, I've got a question. Um how did y'all come up with the name Rooftop?
2: Yeah, should we ask sing that, the song? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask that.
3: Here I am. <laughs>
2: did you, yeah,
1: no. <laughs> Don't get Lauren started on singing, right? Okay.
4: Well, Steph and I were. You want to tell the story? Well, we were on praise team together, and yes. so I would. What's the name of the song? It's not called rooftops. Is it called Rooftops? It's, yes. it's, rooftop. it's called Rooftops. It's called okay. Rooftop. <laughs> so I would Okay. That was one of our favorite songs. And it had come out, and we were singing it. I guess it had probably come out before, but we'd been singing it almost yeah. every time that we were together on pre Team. And it was just something one day we are like, you know, these are people who don't have homes.
3: We were trying to come up with a name. It had, We'd yeah. done it for a couple of years, and we didn't have an actual name. Official. Um, official. Of, mm-hmm. And I just remember both of us got the goosebumps. Got the chill bumps right as we were practicing. And we, we, we looked practicing at each and, other and smiled, and we were like, Okay. There it is, Rufthops. and so afterwards we we said, okay, we got to name it Rooftop. Yeah, because that's awesome. I mean, it's we we want you know they obviously are most of them are um, don't have a a rooftop a permanent, a a permanent, permanent rooftop, home. but um, with Christ, He is our rooftop. That's right. And so um, that it was just a given. That was what it had to be. It was really yeah, cool. and
2: all you know all the things that that. that and uh, ways that you're helping them are, are providing shingles for those rooftops. <laughs> you know whether it's yeah, in, that's true. whether it's the person living in a
1: car, right? Right, I mean, exactly. Or whatever. So, man, that's that's great. That's, I want to I want to read a verse, and, and we've we've talked about this uh, in Matthew 25, um, and you know he says, "For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat; mm-hmm. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink; I was a stranger and you invited me in; I needed clothes and you clothed me; I was sick." And you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Those words of Christ speak through this ministry um, that y'all do, and the people that impact that y'all impact the ripple effect, as we talked about in even our last episode,
2: mm-hmm, many times. And I think it's so important for everyone listening, but you know, especially South Mainers who get involved um, and, and make various contributions mm-hmm. of whether it's for resources or, or time. To just hear the testimony of, hey, look, mm-hmm. this is really working. You know, God is really blessing this. So, because so I think, you know, too often people will give to certain things that our church is involved in and never hear it's like dropping a coin in a well and never hear it hit the bottom, right? And just hoping for the best and trusting God. And that's great. But what a blessing it is to hear that, you know, these lives are being changed and they're being impacted. They are.
1: That's right. So, what are some of the things y'all do throughout the year? I mean, like, give us a, your typical year that maybe you start planning for things and doing things, and just kind of give a timeline of the little things. Lauren doesn't,
2: she doesn't plan like that. She <laughs> <So say> Stephanie, that's <laughs> more of a question that's for that's me. That's me. Yeah, that's a Stephanie. So, so the no,
4: like Lauren had said earlier, we we started. <laughs> i just, just, just No, she <laughs> really is the planner. <laughs> True I'm story. Like, let's have. i'm the planner and the budget (laughs) that's me (laughs) she makes it happen um but you know like she said earlier we we started out with food that was our main that was our main goal and then kind of things just rolled from there so we were doing the food baskets that was how this started and then we kind of did a really small christmas party that first year and um, things have grown from there but we also provide furniture assistance mattresses bicycles um, hygiene products, uh, you name it. They'll, <laughs> they'll probably tell you some things later on, but, um, they'll just be situations where they, they just need assistance in something and they'll call and say, do you have this? Do you have that? Can you get this? Can you get that? And we just try to make it happen. Um, we just, you know, between what we might have in the garage that we have on hand yeah, or I
2: was, was going to say, I know that there have been times where you guys have asked, Hey, we, we have a family or a need for a bicycle or a, a head stand or whatever for a bed or and you know we've we've said actually we do you know it's constant it's constant uh, and
3: I think the coolest part um that that South Main can be very proud of that that God uses this ministry um PISD is huge Pasadena Independent School District is huge and for these ladies to call us first um I feel like that is the the biggest honor of all is, is they'll call us, um, email us, whatever, throughout the week. And like Steph said, it could either be a bike or a mattress or, you know, this family has been homeless and they, they got the funds to get into the apartment for the first time. But mm-hmm. guess what? They don't have anything for it. And um, one of our South Mainers will be moving and it, it never fails. It's the same time and that they, they usually have everything that they, they need and we can kind of piece it together and they can – furnish their apartment. So. And what
2: she said was, it never fails, it's the same time. And I bring that up because we've talked about before, um, so many times God's miracles are in the timing. Okay. Absolutely.
3: It's People. an honor to be a part of.
1: Yeah, Wow. I mean, can you just imagine, I mean, the, the amount of help and resource that y'all have started with Provided because it started back with you and said, Lord, I, we just we got to do something. You know, th- Didn't even have a name yet. Didn't have a name. Th- couldn't name it. But knew that there was something They're they waiting to start on the off.
2: song, they're waiting on the song to come out. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that to hit you, and then a, a, a glittery, a glittery coin purse and a kitty, you know, and boom, <laughs> and, you know.
2: Stephanie but, organizing it and setting up the money and Lauren just saying, Okay. Yeah, and and right. here we go. No, she and has and then, got,
1: go. got the
4: vision. She's the visioner. <laughs>
1: and and ten years later, here we are. I know talking I can't, believe it's, I can't believe it's been insane. ten years. It's insane. Yeah. And, and and what are maybe in the next 10 years, what, what, what do you hope for a vision real quick? I mean, what, what are some things that maybe you'd like to see? I mean, because people want to know, well, what, what, what is it? What is it?
3: What I would like to see? <laughs> I mean, I would love to be able to provide more and to have more, um, the Pasadena
2: Convention Center. That's what we're talking. I about.
3: mean, and and you know, whether it's that or whether we train other churches in the community to do what we mm, do. So par- partner up or we so. could we could partner up. Of course, Nietzsche and Anna over there are like, we need to get more stuff <laughs> because they are the well oiled wheel of That's PISD right. uh, McKinney vento for sure. Um, but I would I would just love to be able to help more. I think the church is um, the church in in our community is um i mean think back to the old days i mean that that's that's where people helped you know they they helped and, and any of the needs. So I would love to either train other churches in our community to do the same thing because, mm-hmm. you know, we've been doing it for 10 years and we've got it down pat, you know. Um
2: Almost like a system, you know. It's like,
3: a major system. It's kind of cool. I mean, takes it, it, a lot it could of be like volunteer. a seminar
2: or something even, you know, like, hey, this is how we did it and this is what we experienced, this is what works, this is what works better, you know, and other to churches provide. could be trained and then, you know, they could go off and, and then they could, they could you know, then boom, boom. It's just like I would like, love to see them. That's um,
3: cool. Well, another thing is like there's so many things in our community that provide f- clothes or food or this or that, and there's really not the main connector that connects everything together. A hub, like a hub. So, um, you know, we don't want to reinvent the wheel at all. Um, for different things that we do, we want to utilize what's already there as well. So, I just think that it'd be um, very neat if if we could, you know mirror this in, in other parts of our community, and that way we can help all of them, that Nietzsche and Ana. And the main thing about Nietzsche and Anna is, um, and they have other ladies as well, um, it, just maybe a couple <laughs> in there. They'll tell you more about that. I don't know how many they have helpers, but um, they definitely have superhero capes. But um, they they go out to these families. So we have um, how, many, how many schools in PISD, and each – 87. 87. I was going to say close so, to
2: 90, I think. I yeah. mean, it's yeah.
3: a lot of schools. So each school has a counselor, and, and they'll go more into that. But they all report back to Nietzsche and Ana. So Nizi and Anna, they they go out to these families or these cars or these motels or wherever they are to see what do you need. And then they come back to South Main. Um, and and if they can't already do it within their own means, they come to us and see what we can do to help. So they've, they've been vetted, if you will. I don't know if that's the right word. But... I mean, it makes these these families definitely need this. And, and so it's, it's neat going through them.
1: Well, that's great. And, and here in a second, we're going to, I want y'all to, before we close up, I want y'all to introduce them and we're going to invite them around the table here in a second. And, um, we want y'all to meet, meet Nitsy and and Anna, um, and the work that y'all are going to do and y'all have worked with them. And, um, and I know you kind of Mention how y'all met and those mm-hmm. kind of things but we're going to get a, a little introduction so i'll let y'all introduce them here in a second um but as as for folks out there real quick how can people contact or learn more about this you know what what what, what information can we give for folks that say hey i did something i can get behind and what can we do to help to, to contact information if there's anything I mean, I know you don't want to give out a cell phone number if you don't want to. You know? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, do they need to call the church, you know, and... and... Yes,
3: definitely. Well, um, different ones in the community that are not a part of our church have asked how to, to donate money or time or, or this or that. Of course, if you want to be a part of the party, we would we, we definitely um, invite that that volunteer. But um, we do have... a a portion of your you know, if you wanted to make a monetary donation or something, if, if you if you put it towards rooftop ministries, the church puts it towards our budget and um, and go from there. But we have a, a Facebook page that we actually just started.
4: I don't know much about Facebook. We're not very I don't have good Facebook. at the
3: whole social I'm, media. Yeah. I okay. should be older than I am. Because I'm we not We do technical. a lot of our
4: communication via like email and text messages. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of old school when it comes to that. But as far as people contacting, contact the church and then they can get, you know, the information to us and we'd be yes. happy to contact anyone who wants to volunteer. Um, upcoming we have our sponsorships that have to happen for all these kids that are gonna come on to our campus for the Christmas angels and all the foster care children. And, um, you know, all of that has to happen as well as just funding for the party um, and then time. And we've got some, a lot of volunteer opportunities coming up with food baskets Lots for Thanksgiving, food baskets for Christmas, all the presents have to be sorted, decorations. I mean, there's all kinds of opportunities, but, but we do also take you know, monetary donations. If they write a check to South Maine Baptist, they can put us in the memo and it'll go into our fund and then we can use it for, um, for all the things that we do.
1: Okay. And just, and I know maybe the Facebook page just got going up. Is there a title? Is there a name for the group? Is rooftop it Rooftop ministries. Ministry? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Rooftop Ministry on Facebook. And if folks want to contact the church, um, you can call them at 281 487 8200. And also the website is www.southmain.org. That's S O U T H M A I N.org. So uh, that's how we. Um, you can get in contact with those folks to, to make sure that you can get those, those funds or how to volunteer and say, hey, we got we'd
3: love to have There's the a help. There's a spot for everybody. That's mean, right. Because everybody,
1: again, everybody's included everybody's at the table. Sing- at Absolutely. The table. So that, that's wonderful, wonderful. So um, here in a second, we're going to get them. So ladies, I want you all to come up to the table. And Stephanie, why don't you and Lauren introduce our guests?
4: All right. Well, you want to introduce your counterpart So it's funny because Sorry. we both um, – we both have a
3: person that we we mesh well with we mirror, in this group. We mirror. we mirror that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so good with words. Um, so my girl is Neatsi, of course, because we're the glitter and sparkles queen and the more the merrier, and yes, we can, and then they figure out how to do it. <laughs> so Neetsi Retta. She is the McKinney Vento Migrant Foster Care and Military Program Coordinator. They seem to add. They um, just added military. <laughs> they <I think>. just <laughs> add military right. program to their group. So she has a very long title for such an amazing person.
4: Yes, and I have Miss Anna Gonzalez, <laughs> who is my little counterpart. Our brains think very much alike yes. on the budget <laughs> and the organization of of the program. <laughs> but she is also the McKinney-Vento migrant foster care and military program counselor. And these ladies do a tremendous job. Um, throughout all these different schools in the district to be able to come together with us and uh, let us know what the needs are for the students.
1: Wonderful. All right. Yes, so, right. L- L- N- Natsi and Anna, uh, welcome. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit w- with your experience with um, the, these ladies here that y'all have had.
5: Um, hi, uh, this is Nancy. Um You know what? Y'all were talking about in the beginning of how this all was created, um, year mm-hmm. 10. And it's interesting because um, that first year, um, I myself, as long as my my coworker here, Ana Gonzalez, we were thinking, okay, what else can we do? Our job actually at the district level is not only it's really basically more of the compliance part, and uh, providing support in regards to the McKinney-Vento law, the the regulations, and the rights of the students to our district staff, so they w- that way they can provide the services to their to the students and families, but. Like uh, like Lauren, you know, I'm more like, let's do something else. I, you know, I saw the need. Once we were interacting with the families, I saw the need. And for one thing, I said, we, I, I told my, my coworker, I'm oh, no, we can't ignore that. We can't ignore and just uh, not provide the additional services that's needed to these families. So we were, I was, you know, thinking that everything was possible. We can do this. And, and um, so sure enough, that first year, you know, that's where we met Lauren. And uh, through that email, through that email that my my our both of our kids were in that same class. Um, and and it happened and you know, it came true. like my ideas at the same time, you know was happening then I didn't know I, I was just actually listening to your story right now how it was created, yeah. and it was that same timing. So I, I knew the need, I, I saw the need mm-hmm. and you had y'all had the vision of what y'all wanted to do. so it's it's again, like not a coincidence, but it was meant to be. And I always say, you know, what we always say is like, if, if God wants us here, it's because he'll provide it. So we have all of, Amen. Had, we had always, and, and throughout the 10 years, we always have things that we want to do or people that we interact, families of a need, and, uh, and we create it, but then we don't have the sponsorship. You know, we're, we're a district. So federal funds are only limited to what we can do in regards to uh, schooling, education, tutoring. But um, there's basic needs that is not funded through our district uh christmas holiday assistance food groceries so that's where we can actually apply and provide for our families through our local organizations non- non-profit like
6: rooftop
1: so anna how did, how did you uh, how did you how do you experience what's your experience been with rooftop
6: hi everyone this is anna gonzalez one thing that i can define our partnership with these young ladies is when there's a vision there's provision and so mm-hmm. we knew there was a need like nacy said and it, we were just like where where are we gonna and then literally it was just God connecting these two ladies by an email? And I guess I'm just thinking, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that first year that we sat down and we were like, OK. And it's so funny when we have our planning meetings, Nancy and Lauren sit on one side of the table and they're like, oh, <laughs> magical, better, everything. Oh. And Stephanie and I sit on this side of the table. We're like, hold on, guys, logistics. <laughs> and so it's beautiful how God even had a plan for that. He matches perfectly. Like you said, perfect. Perfect. we were married. And so like our souls are like, you know, this is the vision and <laughs> this is how we're going to plan it. And God has no mistakes. He had a purpose, and yeah, year 10, celebration. And that's, you know, God's plan. So we always say when God has a purpose, it it's like a puzzle, and it's going to just mesh
1: well. Man, I love that. Um, when yeah. there's a vision. There's a provision. Yeah, you know yeah. that. That's, that's that's that sounds like a title of a podcast to sounds me. Sounds like a po- pod, podcast title. You just titled you, your podcast. That's what. That's <laughs> what we're literally, literally as now. soon as you <laughs> said that,
2: then we, we looked, looked at each look other and we're that's like, "It right there." All
1: right. So, um, yeah. So thank y'all. Thank y'all for coming, and thank y'all, ladies, for for doing this. And and we're going to interview. So stick around for for the next episode, um, folks. As as we get ready to listen to to what's going on in the beginning, Vento. Um, you know side of things and uh, passing an ISD we look forward to that visit thank you Lauren thank you Stephanie thank for being you. here thank you for having us. Uh, you're welcome it was, it was great welcome. having you and uh, thank y'all for listening and we look forward to to listening and Brian will you end us and close us out and pray sure,
2: pray dear Heavenly Father we just thank you for uh, these servants of yours God and them coming to share just a little bit today their testimony of how they are able to minister uh, to these individuals, to these families, in these various ways, God, with uh, rooftop ministries, um, the origins of how they began 10 years ago. When, and then you uh, put this on their hearts and brought everything together so majestically and perfectly as only you can do, God. And so it is a blessing for us to hear these stories. And, and it's also um, so important for us to hear how we can help and we can contribute and we can support as well, God. So. God just lift them up to you, Lord. I look forward um, to things that lie ahead and 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 what blessings you have in store, God, as we surrender to you um, and allow you to do your work through us. Um, I ask
1: and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all listeners for listening today, and we will see y'all in next week. Thank y'all. God bless. Thank
0: you thank you for tuning in to this episode of the mission remix podcast if you would like to hear more stories and conversations from those like our guests today who are living missionally in their own cultures and neighborhoods be sure to hit like or click subscribe from wherever you're listening to this show if this episode was encouraging and inspiring to you feel free to share it with others who could use some encouragement too The Mission Remix is a podcast of South Main Baptist Church in Pasadena, Texas, where we work, support, and partner with many missionaries and pastors like the one you heard today around the greater Houston area. If you would like to know how you can further support mission endeavors like these, whether that be through generosity or service, you can email us at info at southmain.org. Until next time. Keep living on mission for the sake of your own neighborhood.